0: welcome back to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and share this with your friends so they can be encouraged. Today, Reverend Rick Hughes, a champion of the listeners of this podcast and a driving force behind the Oklahoma Next Gen Ministry, challenges our perspective and response to the trials we face in our lives in our communities, and in our world. Don't go anywhere. You do not want to miss today's episode. Hello, Oklahoma Next Gen. Hope you're having a great day today. I'm so looking forward to having a conversation with you today. It's been a while since we've been able to visit and I'm pretty charged to get to share some things with you today that are really upon my heart. Trusting that you're keeping up with all things Oklahoma NextGen through our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at OK NextGen as well as our website, oknextgen.cc. And of course, we're looking forward to our live events coming up as well, that you can find out more information from those platforms. My topic today is the way I see it. The way I see it. And my focus today is on perspective. It's often that we hear people speaking about something that maybe we agree or disagree with and at the end of their speech they add this pithy little phrase and that's the way i see it or sometimes they start their their diatribe by saying the way i see it is and they launch into their opinion and of course it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks what they're really trying to say is this is my opinion this is my perspective my viewpoint My angle, or as some would say, it's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. Isn't it amazing how two people looking at the very exact same situation will see it totally differently? Each has a different perspective, a different background of education, experiences, different filters that we process things from. Perhaps you've heard the story, two men looking through bars One saw mud, the other saw stars. Again, they were both at the exact same place, but obviously their perspective was totally different and their vantage point, their viewpoint of their situation. Another great story is a man walked by a construction site and there were all these construction workers working. And so he went up to one and said, hey, can you tell me what you're doing? And the construction worker said, Man, can't you tell? I'm just trying to earn a paycheck. So he went on to another worker said, Hey, what are you doing here? What's going on here? And he said, Well, I'm just laying bricks. And then finally he went to one last construction worker said, What are you doing here? And he said, I'm building a cathedral. And again, they were all doing the very same thing, but their perspective of what they were doing, the way that they would see it was absolutely different. And so from the outset today, your perspective will determine what you call a blessing or what you consider to be a curse. It will shape your moods and attitudes about everything that comes your way because it really is all in how you look at it, how you view your situation. So let's talk about perspective. First of all, when we define perspective, it comes from the Latin word that means to see through. And so, just a quick definition. It's the art of drawing solid objects on a two-dimensional surface so as to give the right impression of their height, width, depth, and position in relation to each other when v- viewed from a particular point, or we would call it a perspective drawing. Some synonyms are view, panorama, bird's eye view. And then a second definition would be a particular attitude toward our way of regarding something, a point of View. Some synonyms are angle, point of view, attitude, or frame of reference. And my focus today is really on your perspective of the past 12 months from March of 2020 when the pandemic became very real to us to March of 2021. And really to just ask all of us the question, what have we learned from this experience? It's amazing the varying opinions about the past year. We all would agree that it's been a year of great disruptions, unprecedented events, the pandemic, lockdowns, social distancing, social and racial unrest, political chaos, a disputed election, economic disaster. But my question to our next-gen nation is this. What's your perspective? How do you see it? Was it a blessing? Was it a curse? Are you bitter because of the past year? Did you see it as a roadblock to your plans? Or do you view it as something that you're better because of the past year? Did you use it to grow, to develop, to be innovative? So let's just kind of think about that and then think about just some things in our life. There's a wonderful little story that I love to share. It's called The Autobiography in Five Short Chapters by Portia Nelson. And really, it's about learning lessons from our mistakes. Chapter one I'm going to read the whole book in five minutes. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes me forever to find a way out. Chapter 2. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter four. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. And then finally, my favorite is chapter five. I walk down another street. Isn't that awesome? Don't you just love that story? I've used it many, many times because it really it really is a great illustration about the way that many of us live. Um, sometimes it really takes us a long time to learn from our mistakes and be better because of it. And so obviously the motto, the moral of the story is, did you learn the lesson? And I have a little saying, a little um, paradigm that I often use and say this, if you learn the lesson from something, then you didn't lose, no matter how much it costs you. However, if you didn't learn the lesson, you didn't win, and you actually lost twice. And I've had some experiences in my life where there were some painful lessons that I learned that were very costly, but because I did learn the lesson, I didn't lose. I won. It was a win. And isn't it tragic that so many people have to go through the same trial over and over again and still don't learn the lesson? It's been said the school of hard knocks graduates rare scholars. Life is pretty dangerous, wouldn't you agree? And so for a scriptural basis for this lesson today, one of my favorite verses, you can all quote it with me, Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And it's really all about perspective. So let's break the verse down. We know, in other words, we're assured, we're confident. All things, in other words, everything, the good, the bad, positive, negative, work together. In other words, when it's mixed, stirred up, blended, when it reacts to each other for good. In other words, that's the benefit, the reward, the positive result. And then love God, those who have fallen in love with Jesus Christ, those who are keeping his commandments, those who are walking by his precepts, call to his purpose, those who have responded to his call, obeyed the gospel, and are endeavoring to accomplish his will. Now, perspective, I really believe it's a great challenge, especially to our next-gen demographic our target ages for Oklahoma Next Gen are ages 18 to 40. And, of course, there are people younger than that b- that benefit from Next Gen leaders as well as older than that. But that's really our target ages and, of course, probably on the lower end of that demographic um, age bracket. And I really think the challenge about perspective to your generation, to your demographic is – the situations that you face in life, you really don't have a lot of history to compare your present situation to. If you're 18 years of age, then you only have 18 years to use as history. And of course, we don't remember most of our early years. While in my particular case, this stage in my life, I have 59 years to compare what's happening to me now with things in my past. And so I know from 59 years of life experience that no matter what happens to me, no matter what comes my way, no matter how difficult or challenging it is, this too shall pass. And I understand. I understand about the seasons of life and how important it is that we recognize what season we are in. And I really think that a lack of perspective, it often causes younger adults to think their situation Their circumstances are never going to end. This, of course, is a major contributor to young adult suicide and the high numbers in that. The wise man Solomon in Ecclesiastes 3 really had a lot to say about perspective. And he looked at it through the lens of time or seasons. So let's just read a little bit from Ecclesiastes 3 starting with verse one, to everything there's a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. And then dropping to verse 11 he, referring to God, hath made everything beautiful in his time. And that little phrase right there really is, gives clarity for the entire passage. Also, he has set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. So he's saying that God has all these seasons and there's a time for this, and there's the time for, for the polar opposite to the, those things. And so really, life is all about seasons. And it, it took me a long time to figure this out and to realize that if I could identify what season I was in, then that would give me perspective, and I could be at peace about what was going on in my life, knowing this is the season I'm in. And um, if it's not a season that I like, then I know this season will pass and eventually we'll get to the season that I like, just like the four seasons in nature, in our weather patterns, winter, spring, summer, fall. And so when we think of those things, it's like if you're like me and don't really care for winter, then when you're in the middle of winter, then it's like, okay, this is going to have to deal with it, going to have to deal with some snow and ice and some bitter cold. But eventually that's going to change and spring is going to come. And thankfully right now at this recording, spring is on its way. We're getting close. Easter's coming soon and it won't be long before things will brighten up. And then, of course, that will move into to summer and then it'll be scorching temperatures in Oklahoma. And then we'll go back to fall and then winter and start all over again. And so perspective is really all about Identifying, what season are you in at the moment? And I really believe, and I can speak this from experience, much of life's frustration is due to thinking you're in a season in which you are not. Again, there's there's seasons of growth and, and great harvest where there's a lot of results and achievements in your life. There are other seasons where it's like we go underground and we better ourselves and we learn and... We're challenged and increase our knowledge base and education so that when the other season comes, we'll be ready. And one of my prayers today through this, this simple lesson is that Jesus will show you what season you're living in. Again, no matter what your age, what particular season of life are you in at this particular moment of time? And then adjusting and embracing that season And saying, I'm going to make the most of this season because I know that this season's not going to be forever and seasons change. And when it changes, I'll be happy about it. So seasons, perspective. And so when you think of everything that Solomon said there in Ecclesiastes 3, there's a lot of good things he pointed out. But then he also pointed out the opposite of those things, which many of them aren't things that we typically like. Things that we typically embrace. Trials, afflictions, hard knocks, unwanted changes, adversity, all mixed and blended together. What Paul talked about in Romans chapter 8, all of it mixed together results in something good for God's purpose. And we benefit from it and we grow from it. It's really easy to forget, and we all experience this, God's ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, as high as the heavens are above the earth. His ways are past finding out. And so God has a purpose in everything that comes into your life. And the experiences that we go through, they're really intended to benefit us in at least three ways. I'm sure there are more, but just for the sake of this lesson, number one, the things that we go through are to ultimately give God glory, that He might be exalted, that attention might be focused on Him and His power. And something that I've learned over time is essentially everything that happens to me in my life, ultimately God wants to get glory out of it. And so the sooner I can figure out a way to give him glory for my situation, usually the sooner I can move on to something else. But when it's we're not when we're not seeing that. Aspect of it, the giving the God glory, the part giving God the glory part. Sometimes we don't do so long, and and we stay in a season for an extended period of time. When if from the get go, we'd say, "Okay, God, I'm going to give you glory for this trial. I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to make it a testimony. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to become better because of it. Because I realize you've allowed this to happen to me, and I want to make the best of it." So number one is to give him glory. Number two is to make us stronger. Pressure makes us stronger. It forces us to mature, hopefully, and to grow. And so the pressure that we're facing, the, the, the challenges, develop character, um, develop aspects of our life that nothing else could create except the pressure that we face. And then finally, the third thing is our experiences are to give us a testimony so we can share what God has done with others, how we survived a particular season of life, Um, and we can be living testimonies of God's goodness and his power. So again, give him glory, one, make us stronger, two, and to give us a testimony. And so when we reflect back over our life, both from beginning to end and then maybe just the past season of our life, we have to say, okay, what was good? What was bad? What was positive? What was negative? What are some life lessons that I've learned? What are some prayers that God has answered? And then we have to ask ourselves the question, and this is where you really got to dig deep inside yourself and be honest. Did I learn from this lesson? And what did I learn? Have I grown? Am I bitter? Or am I better? And the wise one, Socrates, famously said, the unexamined life is not worth living. And so we've got to be examining ourselves, examining our life. And I want to challenge you to spend some time on a regular basis, honestly reflecting on your life, being honest with yourself and saying, did I learn the lessons? Did I grow? Am I better? Or am I damaged, am I unhealthy because of the things that have come my way, the things that I've experienced? So perspective, our outlook. Your perspective determines what benefits you and what drains you. Adversity can either be a millstone to drag you down or a milestone, in other words, a red letter day to push you up. It's either a stumbling block, maybe will cause you to trip or fall, or a stepping stone to propel you to higher heights upward. You know, we often think when we think of perspective about the, the glass. Is it half empty or is it half full? And we think of the optimist and the pessimist. And we think of the glass half full or half empty. But the truth of the matter is probably a bigger takeaway from that is the glass is refillable. Think about that. And so whether it's half empty or whether it's half full, the fact remains, you can refill the glass. I can refill the glass. And if that's my perspective, then whether it's half empty or half full, I always know there's something I can do to fill up this glass that it would be full. And so what I'm really trying to say today is the way we see our circumstances impacts everything. It determines who we become. Solomon said this again the wise one in Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so the way you think, your thought processes, what you meditate upon really has a, a just a tremendous impact on who you become. If you're always thinking negative thoughts, if you're always meditating on negative things, then Well, there's a good chance you're probably not going to be a person that most people want to be around. But if you're always thinking happy thoughts and seeing the good in things and learning from things and making a win out of it, then you're probably going to be the kind of person that people are going to be drawn to because of that perspective. Paul said this in Acts 26 and 2 when he was speaking and testifying before King Agrippa. Paul said, I think myself happy, O King Agrippa. Really? Is that in the Bible? Yes. Paul said, I'm thinking myself happy. So guess what? You can think yourself happy. You can pull yourself out of the pit that you dug for yourself. You can pull yourself out of the mullygrubs, grubs, out of the difficult situations that you're dealing with in your life. And you can, as Paul said, think yourself happy. Of course, we all love First Thessalonians 5.18, And everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So in the good times and in the bad, I'm thankful for it. And Lord, help me to learn the lessons. And then again from Romans chapter 8, which has got to be my favorite chapter in the book of Romans and one of my favorite chapters actually in the entire Bible, in verse 31, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Wow, just saying that encourages me today, knowing God is on my side. God is on your side, Oklahoma next-gen leaders. And he is for you. Dropping down to verse 37, Romans 8. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In other words, he's gonna give us the power and the ability to win, to be a conquer, to triumph. And I'm so thankful for that today that we're going to win. And so let's start moving toward a close today. Moving forward, how do you see the future? How do you see the year of 2021 and beyond? What's your perspective? How do you see it? Are you pessimistic that your best days are behind you? And the best days of the church are historic and that nothing will ever be the same again. And let's just eat worms and die. Or maybe you're optimistic that your best days are right now and in the future. And you're excited that nothing will ever be the same again, that it's going to be better. Because you've grown and developed and you're not the same person that you were a year ago. And may I just want to remind you today, you have the power to change your perspective. People say, well, this is just the way I am. Well, change. You have the power to change you. I can't change you and you can't change me. But if your perspective is wrong, if it's negative, if it's unhealthy, then through a process called neuroplasticity, you can change the actual wiring of your brain. You can build new Neuro highways to a better future and a healthy perspective. Do some research on that. Neuroplasticity. It's pretty interesting. The way God made it within us, you can change the way you think. You can change your outlook. You can change your perspective. And if it's negative, if it's unhealthy, if it's poor pitiful me, then pray and ask God to help you and do some research and, and read books and Read the verses in the Bible that are going to change the way you think so you have the right perspective, so you have a perspective that is pleasing to God and one that gives him the glory. So I ask you those questions. How do you see the future, the year of 2021? What's your perspective? Are you pessimistic? Are you optimistic? And so let me just say this. Here's the way I see it. I believe the greatest days of the church are right now and tomorrow as well. I see God is elevating the church in the eyes of the world. And as the world gets darker and darker, the church is going to shine and radiate and have more influence than we've ever had before. I see God setting the church up for massive harvest like we've never seen before. And I believe God is just setting the stage. And each of us have to take our place on the stage and play the role that he's called us to do. And I believe he's setting the stage for next-gen leaders to step up, to step out, and to truly make a ginormous difference in the world in which we live. Because I want our next gen leaders to know something. Our next gen leaders team, we absolutely believe in you. We are dedicated to you and not just, we don't just believe that you are the future, but we believe you are the present. And I promise you, every pastor in Oklahoma is depending on you as a next gen leader to share your gifts, your talents and your perspective to help build strong, vibrant, and passionate churches to reach the nearly 4 million people in the state of Oklahoma. And so you are needed, you are necessary, you are valued. And so it's time for us just to step up as next-gen leaders and be who God has called us to be and to do what God has called us to do for such a time as this. And so I just want you to know, Oklahoma Next Gen, we're depending on you to shake off the fears, the questions, the confusion, the chaos, the emotions of the past 12 months, and do what Jesus has called you to do, and that is to lead as an Oklahoma Next Gen leader. Because from my vantage point, you are uniquely qualified to reach this present generation and to respond to the cultural divide in a very powerful way. And so in conclusion today, surrender. Let's celebrate our experiences, our weaknesses, our struggles, our trials, our tests, our challenges, and to thank God for the hardest struggles of this past year, and to give him glory for all the trials we have faced, We're going to celebrate our weaknesses because when we're weak, that's when he has the opportunity to show himself strong in our behalf. And I'm asking God would give us his divine perspective today so we can move forward into God's perfect destiny for our lives. Because it really is. It's all in how you see it. It's all in how you see yourself. And it's all in how you see Jesus. And that's the view from here. We love you, Oklahoma Next Gen, believing in you, anxious to see you and see what God has in store for your future. God bless you all. Love you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Oklahoma Next Two Leaders podcast and social media so you stay up to date on our newest content. Until next time, we pray this encouraged you.